Welcome to the Intentional Parenting Podcast. My name is France Taillard. I am a mom and parenting coach. I coach moms how to consciously parent their child and reparent themselves using human design and other tools. Each week, I bring you a message to guide you on this journey we call parenting. Why? Because it is one of my biggest skills and talents in life as a 3-5 Sphinx projector is to be a problem solver. I experience many different things and situations and I use that experience to guide you to find creative solutions to your challenges. My goal is to guide you to experience a deep authentic connection with yourself and your child. Thank you for spending some time with me today. hit to rename this podcast and to celebrate that putting together a 10-day series with some amazing moms to guide you on this journey. As part of this relaunch, I have two amazing prices, each each valued at $333. All you have to do is leave a podcast review, take a screenshot of the review, share it on Instagram, make sure you tag me. Or you can simply share on Instagram that you are listening to this podcast and tag me. You have until February 11th to enter. And every time you enter, you have a new entry. You can enter as many times as you desire. Thank you in advance and good luck. All the details for this giveaway are in the show notes. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today we have a dear friend, Catherine, joining us. Welcome, Catherine. Hello, France. <laughs> okay, so Catherine is just, she's been eating plant-based for so many years. Her family is highly active and now she is a coach and she uses human design to help families figure out how to deal with, how to make it their own, how to make their nutrition their own, how to make their physical activity their own. So Catherine, tell us a little bit more about yourself. All right. Um, yeah, so I am a mom. I have two very healthy and very active teenage children. And I've been married to my husband for a number of years now. Um, I am a health and physical education teacher in an elementary school in Toronto as well. And I've been doing that for, oh gosh, maybe 10 years now. And I really love the interactions I have with children around physical activity and around um health and wellness and food and nutrition. And over the years, I've kind of developed this desire, this joy to want to help more people in a more, um, in a more structured manner. Uh, So I now have a business uh, about plant based nutrition, I use human design to help my clients understand themselves better and have more success with their dietary changes. And I also draw upon my expertise, my experience, I've been pregnant, I have teenagers, I've had children all plant based. And now I'm kind of heading into my later years, and kind of seeing how my experience being plant based is affecting my life uh, here and now. So, you know, I'm an educator, I love to educate by heart, and I'm just now um, finding my joy in educating and working with adults in a more formal manner, which has been amazing. Yes, it is amazing to be friends with you and to see like the insights of how all that plays effect in your life as well. So you mentioned that, you know, you've been through multiple phases of your life, pregnancy, um, you know, having young kids, and then your kids having plant-based diet almost their entire life. And now as you're getting into 
dare I say, premenopausal <laughs> stages, um, I would like to talk about how, like, it's not just you, I'm in my early 30s, and I see that my hormones are changing. And, um, you know, I've had surgery last year, and I saw a massive shift in my hormones. How can we use uh, plant-based nutrition or what can we do to help with these changing times? Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's interesting because people are coming to me more and more and just saying, oh my gosh, like I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted and I didn't have any problems. And now I'm noticing, you know, uh, changes around my midriff and I just don't feel comfortable in my skin anymore. Um, I have started to have some signs and symptoms that I may be going into, you know, I'm in that perimenopausal stage of my life. However, I haven't had a lot of discomfort or any of those things that go along with it. So that kind of, um, you know, piqued my interest and I was wondering what was going on there. And, you know, there's a lot of information out there. There's some studies out there that talk about um, and have looked at menopause, have actually looked at adolescents going into, you know, menstruation and the effects of a plant-based diet. So, um, you know, some of the things, some of the key ways that a plant-based diet can help women is by helping them stay active. When we get into our older ages, um, you know, we start to get aches and pains. Uh, we start to feel like we can't move as well. Um, also, many people who have been on a standard American diet, you know, eating lots of high processed foods, sugars, uh, you know, enriched flours, um, find that they are now taking medications to help combat some of these um, you know, health issues that they're coming up with. And unfortunately, the side effects of those medications are fatigue, are weight gain, are, you know, all the gastro, you know, issues, all those things that we, you know, are, are fighting against, we're, are being added to by medications we're taking. So by eating a plant-based diet, um, one of the um, benefits of eating a whole food plant-based diet is, of course, that we eliminate many of these conditions that cause these medic that, that, you know, um, make us have to take these medications, right? So that's number one is a plant-based diet actually uh, limits the possibilities of, you know, things like type two diabetes, um, gastrointestinal issues, um, even heart disease and heart um, and stroke. Those chronic diseases are limited or less when you are on a whole food plant-based diet. Now I did wanna say we have to ensure that we're eating a healthy plant-based diet. When I became you know, vegan many years ago, it, it was very easy to be healthy because there weren't a lot of options out there. Now, as things you know, are more readily available, you will find options that aren't as healthy for you. So I really help people navigate um, who are looking to um, improve their health and nutrition, navigate towards a more whole food plant-based diet so that they are getting those dense, nutritious foods without the processed stuff. Um, another way that a plant-based diet can help women who are feeling these, um, you know, these, these issues are going through these, these, um, these changes in their body is that, um, you know, when you're abstaining from eating these processed foods and these animal foods, you people tend to have a lower BMI index. Um, so as you increase that in your diet, you start to, you know, you increase, you sorry, decrease your BMI. So you're more able to move, right? It's a vicious circle. You get older, you get, you know, maybe put on more weight, you can't move as much. 
And then that's what you need to do, right? We do need to continue moving our bodies into our 50s, into our late 40s. Um, and only with that nutrition can you reach that true ultimate health optimum health that you're wanting. Also studies show that people on a plant-based diet ha, um, don't suffer from hot flashes, sleepiness, night sweats, fatigue, all of those things associated with menopause. Um, eliminating animal products from your diet, studies have shown that um, vegan and vegetarian women report fewer or less severe symptoms. Um, furthermore, it's found that in countries that have uh, you know, either no or little animal products and fat consumed have lower um, reports of lower menopause symptoms as well. So, you know, we can look at it on an individual basis, but if you actually do studies of um, larger populations, these trends are also seen. Plant-based diets also are linked to um, lower reduced anxiety and depression, which is something that many people at this age, you know, they're overwhelmed, they're at work, they're, you know, in the middle of their career, their children are demanding, their careers are demanding. Um, they're finding themselves just pulled in every direction and unable to focus on themselves. And a plant-based diet actually um, is high in anti-inflammatory oxidants, which can help decrease inflammation in the brain, which can lead to chemical imbalances, and also can help repair some of the things that are going on inside of our brain when we are in a highly inflamed status in our body. Uh, it also helps with sleep, right? And we know that sleep is very important for our healing. And melatonin is actually produced in the brain, but it's also pre pre um, present in many plants. So goji berries, almonds, raspberries, black seeds, tomatoes, walnuts, a diet that's high in fiber also, and low in saturated fats has been shown to um, improve our deep sleep, our restorative sleep, and people have fewer sleep interruptions. So, I mean, these are just some of the benefits that anyone in any point in their life will gain from a plant-based diet. But you can see as we get older, um, you know, we kind of get into this vicious cycle. We stop taking care of ourselves. We find it harder to take care of ourselves. And, you know, it just, the cycle doesn't end. So for some of my clients, this has kind of been the end of that cycle. And now they're finding themselves on a different path where, you know, they're able to get outside for their daily hikes more. They're feeling more energized for that. They're, they're not feeling as, um, you know, down and just like their body doesn't feel like it's just taking forever to do everything, right? Animal products also are harder for your body to digest, right? So increased energy because those proteins aren't as difficult to break down. Your digestive system isn't working overtime to help you um, break down refined carbohydrates or sugars. You're not getting the spikes in your blood sugar that leave you feeling, you know, like crawling under your desk midday. You know, many women on a whole food plant-based diet have report higher energy throughout the day, more consistent energy, um, you know, with the better sleep, reduced inflammation, reduced anxiety, reduced menopause symptoms. You know, we feel like we can finally get out and live our lives, which is the, this is the time, right? This is my time to live right now in the present. So I want to be able to do that in the best possible state in my body, in my mind. And honestly, the benefits of plant-based foods and, and, and introducing them and um, putting more into your diet is absolutely phenomenal. And it just adds to everything else in your life. I would, I would definitely agree. So much wisdom and like reasons that you just shared. 
that are super, super powerful from like the better sleep to just lower symptoms. Like, yeah, we're going to experience these, you know, every single month, whether we are in pre-menopause or not, like every single month we, we have our hormones in our body and we experience something, right? So the more we can reduce the symptoms, the better it is all around. And it's really funny because um, <laughs> I, I don't think I shared this with you, but recently my partner's dog, um, he, his diet was changed to a raw diet and he is about eight or nine years old. And I noticed a massive spike in energy. His bowel movements are so different than they were before. And like, we couldn't understand. And then like his, the dog's mom said that it was because, um, there's just no fillers in the food. Right. So, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, that's so powerful. And it made me think of you. And, um, yeah, like, he's just like, like, I've known him for about three years. And for the last two years, I've been saying like, wow, this dog is getting old. <laughs> like he's getting mm. old. And all of a sudden he's got like so much energy and we're going on walks and like, it's insane. It's insane. The difference in changing that. And more recently I've done the same. I've done the same in my diet before Christmas. I was like, I'm bored of my diet and I don't like cooking. So I resort to like easy, not really healthy foods. And more recently I've changed to include a lot more plant-based whole foods. And I'm noticing a massive difference in my energy, in my, yeah, like I'm just not as tired as I used to be during the day and I sleep better and my bowel movements are better, which impacts so many things. Right. So I love that. Absolutely. I mean, we can go dive down so many different roads with this, but, um, you know, there's so much out there right now about our microbiome and how our gut is so important and having a healthy gut is so important. And when you're eating, like you've increased your plants, like you're eating these highly densely nutritious foods um, that are filling and, and leaving you feel satisfied, but they're also, you know, easier on your whole, your whole um, digestive system, right? So your body is just, I, I'm sure it's just jumping for joy, just like that puppy of yours, who isn't a puppy anymore. <laughs> no, he's nine, he's definitely not a puppy, but he's acting yeah. like he is, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I love that. Um, okay, so you briefly touched upon teens. Like, is there some? It doesn't. It seems to be completely safe to be on a plant-based diet. And I mean, I see your kids, and they're thriving. Um, so there's. How does it impact their mental cycles as they're getting into that as well? So um, you know, we're we're kind of just getting into that right now. And but the stuff that I've read and the things that I've, I've seen is when you look at, um, you know areas where the population is either, you know, in the past has been almost all plant-based or way more plant-based is the, uh, the period. So teenagers will usually start their period a little bit later and it will last, like you go into menopause a bit earlier. So the actual time that you're in um, that stage of your life is actually decreased, which is actually healthier for our bodies when it comes to relationship to other sorts of cancers and stuff, apparently. And um, it's the same. The, um, the symptoms in, of menstruation are less. So, you know, um, I mean, my daughter, for example, doesn't suffer from huge, um, you know, cramping and all that stuff where some of her friends are, you know, popping um, medications monthly to help them just get through their menstrual cycle. 
Uh, but, you know, it's the same. You have to ensure that your children, especially your teenagers, you know, understand that, you know, yes, you're plant-based, but you do still need to have a healthy plant-based diet. Um, it's the whole foods. It's the, the clean foods, the staying away from, you know, non-processed foods, um, which is helping, um, you know, my daughter um, in this stage of her life be more comfortable and not suffer from, at this point, not suffering from any sort of pain and discomfort, you know. That's interesting. I wish I could go back and do that because I remember being a teenager every month I'd miss at least two days of school and I'd be popping Advil like crazy yeah. and I, I developed an, an uh, ulcer because of that when I was wow. like 15 years old or something. Yeah, so that is very interesting um, mm -hmm. for sure. Interesting. And like cravings and stuff, like I don't, I don't, mm. I don't see, like I haven't read this anywhere, but one thing I've noticed is like, I don't have those cravings. My daughter doesn't have those cravings. And when I talk to other people and see other women, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm on my period. I need to go, like, I need to go mow down on some junk food. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I actually, that's something I should look into. I see if there's any sort of um, studies that look at that. Cause I think it might be very related to what your body's used to, right? When you, when your body is getting these sugars, they're highly addictive and your body wants them. It, it, that's what makes you feel better. Um, it's a chemical reaction in your body. Whereas my body craves, you know, the, the chemical reaction of the fruits and vegetables, because that's where I get my highs. That's where I get my, my energy. That's where I get everything. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'd be curious to take a look into that a bit further. Yeah, that would be interesting for sure. And what I wanted to mention too earlier is, you know, like, I remember when you were first going through this period and um, of time and you went, I don't know if it was a nutritionist or a naturopath or something. And she was actually surprised because of your age. And she was actually surprised at the amount of, you know, lessened symptoms that you had. And you mentioned a few times, it's like, as we are getting older, it's not a time to stop taking care of ourselves. But there's this message in society that's like, oh, well, you're going to get older. You're going to have less energy. You're going to not be able to move your body. This is going to hurt. That's going to happen. And I think that, you know, a big thing in that is mindset in a way. Like, you know, that quote, like when we change the way we look at the world, the way like the world changes, right? So it's like we've been programmed to believe that all these things are going to happen. So they happen, right? But when we change our mindsets and we change our nutrition to go along with it, we change our lifestyle, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, it's not the reality because you change the way you look at it. Absolutely. Um, I find one of the things that people are constantly saying to me, and I've really been picking up on lately, is I'll say, how are you? Like, oh, living the dream. And it's full of sarcasm. And I just like, it just... I stop, like it takes my breath away because, you know, I'm like, well, this person is just going through the motions of life. And to me that just like, you know, what do you have to look forward to if that's your outlook? And when we were away in Hawaii, um, we saw this sign and I made my kids stop and take a picture with me and I got to find it, but, um, and it said living in the dream. And I was mm -hmm. like, what a shift that is. I'm not living the dream, I'm living in the dream. Like, take a look at what's around you. What do you have that you can be grateful for? Like. Um, you know, every day, if I start to feel myself getting anxious about the state of things going on or going to work and, you know, I'm working with kids and, you know, there's all this other pressure around working with children. Um, and I just stop 
And I just like, okay, just be present with who you're with right now. And this is all good. Like there's, there, you're, you're here, you're healthy, you're safe, you're, you know, you're leaving your mark with children, you're helping people, people are helping you. Um, so I think mindset is huge. And when it comes to change, um, mindset is going to be absolutely key because like, I mean, we're so conditioned into what we're eating and how we're eating. It starts at the table when we're children. And, you know, we get that for 50, 20 years of our life. And then we go off onto our own and we live out what we've learned for 20 years. And we don't even think twice about it. So, you know, mindset is something that um, is extremely important, especially as, you know, you want to make changes and you want to uh, shift your nutrition or your activity level. And this is why I think you were the person who kind of brought human design into my life. But um, understanding a person's human design is so um, instrumental in helping shift mindset and help, helping shift their habits and help, helping them feel true in their own skin and authentic to themselves. And this is one of the tools that I do use with clients um, in the way that I coach them but also, you know, helping them recognize things that they may not know about themselves um, with respects to how they are meant to make decisions, how they're meant to eat or process information even. Um, these, I mean, we're not gonna get into, you know, into the depths of it, but it's just a tool that I think so many people overlook that can help with mindset and can help with shifting the way we look at um, where we are and what we're meant to be doing and how we're meant to be doing things. Yeah, 100%. And I'm glad you brought that up because when you were talking about we have that conditioning from when we are so young about when to eat and what to eat, right? And even for my daughter, like she has consecutive appetite and I know when we're home, when she eats and it's pretty regular and it's pretty much the same every single day. And then when she started school, I was like, oh, she's now I'm going to eat at 10 20 and one o'clock. I was like, that's, that's never a thing in our house. Like never a thing. Right. So we get like conditions in these weird ways that we don't think affect us, but until we understand who we are and for her, it's not so bad, but for me, like I have a passive digestion. So, you know, I was conditioned my whole life to have breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, maybe even a bedtime snack. But I'm honestly meant to have more of an intermittent fasting um, type diet. And when I and I had looked at different things before, like um, eat right for your blood type and a few other type of things. But it wasn't until I discovered the human design information and how I was actually designed to eat that um, really shifted things for me in my life. And I, before that, people had told me to try like more intermittent fasting and whatnot. I had so much resistance around it. But when I actually tried it in an open mind, knowing that I was designed to be that way, it made such a difference, such a difference. So I love that you guide clients through all the parts of human design, including this nutrition part. And then the yeah. other piece too, is like looking at their heart centers, knowing like, how they're meant like their willpower <laughs> and all that stuff because we're often and you and I had this conversation last week like we're often in a place where we think that you know we I need to work out every single day and if I don't then you know there's something wrong with me or whatever or we like start these 30-day programs and we can't miss a day and all these things but most people are not designed that way so the fact that you coach them through that is so powerful 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just found myself actually recently caught up in something that I committed to. And um, it was like a checklist and everything I was doing were things that I like to do and want to do and do it do almost every single day. But the, the, the simple task of checking them off. And then last weekend, I got um, into a project and it just kind of took over my day. And I felt great. And then I started to feel guilty about doing that. And I had to really step back and take a look and remember that I am meant to, you know, work with what is bringing me joy and work when I'm in the flow to continue that flow and not upset that flow. So I realized that I had to step back from that group that I was being accountable to and start to be accountable to myself. And honestly, I've done all of those things every day this week uh, without having to do the checklist because I believe that they are good for my health and for my wellness. But I, being part of that um, accountability wasn't working based on my design. Um, whereas there are other people who they need that, they need that accountability, right? So it's really um, key to understanding um, how to help someone, I believe, and especially, you know, introducing them to their digestion type um, is really interesting because it is about digestion of food, but it's also about digestion of information. Um, so many of us don't even really know what we need to understand what we're learning. And I, this has really helped me accept the way that I learn and the way that I'm meant to take in information as opposed to how I thought I was supposed to or how I was conditioned um, throughout my life to take in information and to eat. Yeah. And I love that you said that, like being accountable to a specific group. And I can't remember which one it was, but that's the thing. Like, we're like, oh, I'm going to do a 30 day challenge. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that. But we're by doing that unless we understand who we are we're placing restrictions on ourselves because we're not designed for that those restrictions those like really those checklists for every day there may or may not be designed for you right and then it just mm -hmm. sets you up for guilt shame and failure when in reality you need to go with how you're designed so having someone help you understand that is so powerful mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what about like, so for in my household, we talked about how we're designed to eat. The three of us, we're all different and we all have different um, digestion types, but also desires. Like, you know, one of us prefers, like my partner prefers meat and my daughter and I don't. So like, how do you guide or what tips do you have to guide families that are looking to transition to more plant-based diet? but maybe not everyone's on the same page or not everyone's open to it. So there, are, I mean, it's a long process. Um, and I do talk a lot about it being a journey and remembering that um, I, I read somewhere it said attraction is not promotion, right? So um, part of it is leading by example, which is a really uh, powerful way to live your life. And, um, you know, if you are allowing people to eat the way that, they want to or feel that they have to and you're showing them a different lifestyle and they notice the changes in you they are you know almost always going to shift more towards what you're doing um, in in the relationship but it's also you know um, 
with plant-based uh, diets, if you actually were to sit down and take a few minutes with a pen and paper and list all the foods that you eat every day that are plant-based, you will probably be quite surprised at how much of your daily diet intake or nutrition intake is already plant-based. And those are the common foods that you and your, your partner can enjoy. And if you base meals around that and then add you know, the meat component, the protein component, um, for the person who isn't plant-based, um, you can still have that um, emotional connection at the, you know, around food that you're, um, because that a lot of us have emotional connections to what we're eating. You can still, um, you know, connect with your partner over a meal. It doesn't have to be two completely separate meals, right? It can be components of one with added proteins, um, which is, can be quite simple to do, right? You know, if, uh, stir fries are an easy way to do it uh, bowls are an easy way to do it um, you know if you're looking for a celebratory meal and you you know you want to go into the store you can buy processed like more processed plant-based substitutes so that you can like my family loves recreating food my kids don't realize like they're recreating food from my childhood it's not something they ever ate, but we love recreating those meals at birthday parties where we have, you know, meatballs and spaghetti, or we have, my son loves making, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Um, use a Satan. Um, oh, like pulled pork or um, like burgers, like big juicy fat honking burgers. Like it's so fun and we can still do that um, with a plant-based diet. So I think one of the things is, you know, looking for substitutes for times where you do need them. Um, being part of a community as well. Like, so you, you know, many of us get attached to, um, we want, um, we want our partner to embrace everything that we do. We want them to um, give us validation for what we're doing. Um, but, but we can get that from other places, right? So connecting to a community of like-minded people who are also plant-based, there's so many groups that you can join where you can get tips and you can, you'll find lots of people in, the, in groups like that that are living with a partner or a child who isn't plant-based and you can still get that connection being part of that community. Getting educated is also really important. I, and I'd say not educating other people, like wait for them to ask for you. But if you have the education, when they ask at, at a dinner party or, um, you know, they're, they're kind of giving you a hard time about something, you can say, listen, I'm not going to share this with you now. Let's enjoy our meal. But I'm going to forward you a video tonight just about that so that you can understand a little bit where I'm coming from. Um, I think I said, don't be attached to validation. Um, you know, not being, um, being empathetic also, like, is that the word I wanted to use? Like thinking, asking them, you know, why, like help, helping understand why they may not want to do what you're doing is also really important. Like giving them a voice, right? It shouldn't just be uh, the person who wants to be plant-based kind of overpowering the conversation. Um, let's hear about what they are thinking and what they are fearing they might miss, right? Lots of times it's um, just a fear of missing out on something. Um, so, you know, empathy is a powerful form of communication. Uh, you know, you don't want to affect, you don't want to, um, you don't want to leave anyone behind. Like I, one of my really good friends, um, you know, her son is a meat eater and the rest, 
most of the family are vegan. And, you know, he has a spot in in the freezer where he gets meat from his grandparents and he puts it in there. He eats mostly vegan at home, um, but he she still allows him that spot um, so that he can go and he can make his own burger or whatever. Um, so that he still, you know, is part of the family and, and they can understand that, you know, maybe he's not ready yet or maybe he never will be. Um, another thing is like, um, you know, another tip for transitioning would be to like try different um, cuisines from different places in the world, right? Like Indian cuisine, Ethiopian cuisine, Mediterranean, Mexican, um, introducing more ethnic foods from different ethnicities is a really good way to have a really hearty meal that's plant-based and you don't necessarily miss the meat because some of those um, foods aren't plant-based centric, right? So it's a fun way to, to share a meal with someone who isn't plant-based. Um, and yeah, trying the substitute sauces and dips, you know, can very almost always be plant-based and they can just be the, um, the shared component of the meal. Yeah. And I love what you said there about like having a conversation with people because often people fear what they don't understand. So instead of just like you assuming that you know everything and you want to share with them, like asking them like, well, what do you want to know about it? Like, what are your fears about potentially changing or whatnot? And then just kind of sharing the information that you know. And yeah, I know that, yeah, for sorry, for one of us, like um one of the meals that we make that are the same is tacos. And like, mm. you know, my partner will put meat in his and we'll put jackfruit in ours or things like that, right? So it's it's really easy to keep it the same and then just swap all the proteins. Right? Yeah, tacos, quesadillas, uh, burritos, yeah. like all those yeah. meals that you can decompose and compose. And they're also great meals for when you have young children. Um, mm -hmm. Young children might not necessarily want to eat a full burrito, but if you put um, some tortilla, some black beans, some you know tomatoes, some peppers on their plate, they're going to eat that up. It's like a decomposed um, form of it. And that's a great way to introduce children to a variety of vegetables that they can eat. Um, while you're eating that composed meal you have. And then your partner, of course, can be having the meat on the side as well. One thing I was going to, I, I meant to mention also was, um, oh, I just lost me. It's okay, I'll come back to it if I remember again. <laughs> okay, well, I was gonna say, there's been so much wisdom and so much power in this conversation today. Um, yeah, like the importance of understanding who you are and working with your mindset and just shifting the way you do things can really impact so many areas of your life. So if you have that thing that you lost, if you want to share with us, and if not, if you have any last words of lessons <laughs> before we go today. Um, no, I think really what I love to, you know, what I, I guess I'd love to end off with is just asking people to check in with themselves and just see um, you know, how they're feeling energetic wise, how they're feeling in their skin and in their body. And just, you know, maybe you're not ready to go fully plant-based, um, but maybe just start thinking about being more plant forward in the way that you are eating and just take a look at how you're feeling and how that's affecting you um, and those around you. Um, you know, get out there, be active. Self-care is such um, an important part of our journey as we are moms and as we have families and jobs and businesses that keep us working, it's really key that you take a moment to check in with yourself. And, you know, I, if you want more information, I'm always there to help people. 
Um, I've got lots of stuff coming up. So, uh, you know, check me out and I'm more than happy to, uh, you know, either uh, do some coaching or point you in the right direction for some resources as well. Thank you. Yeah, I'll have your uh, Instagram handle in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for joining us today, Catherine. No problem. I've enjoyed it. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) If you desire guidance from me every week, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and also follow me on Instagram or TikTok. I want to leave you with this quote. Great parenting happens when you start controlling yourself and stop controlling your child. Parenting is more about reparenting yourself as it is about parenting your child. This is a process. This is a journey. And I am here to guide you one connection at a time. Thank you.